This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And this is our story. Two and a half years ago, we were leading mediocre lives in Kentucky, working for the weekend and filling our time with things that didn't always matter. I mean, life wasn't bad by any means, but we always had a feeling that things could be better, a feeling there was something more out there and our lives could hold more purpose. So we sold all of our belongings, including a house, a car, and pretty much everything we owned, packed up our trusty Prius, and drove across the country to sunny California. This podcast shares the good, the bad, and everything in between as we continue our journey to expand and grow every day. Come join us each week on Facebook to interact with us live on our page, Travis and Pete, where we share all the tools we have collected along the way to enjoy a life full of gratitude, love, and purpose. Wait, since it's live, does that mean I have to wear pants? Nah, there'll be a desk. Sweet! So come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always... Take Take what what you you like like and leave leave the the rest. rest. Hey, everybody. (laughs) How are you? What? Is it Thursday? It is Thursday. Thursday Oh, I guess we're in the right spot. Ooh. Am I on? Is that your... Oh. Uh, I don't think it's me. Guys, how's it going? How are you? Hootie hoo. Um, Today, uh, you are joining us on Tab Into with Travis and Pete. I'm Travis, and to the left of me, the right on your screen, Pete, Peter, Peter Louise, Peter in the Louise. house, um, he's going to do some sharing for us. Today is episode 94, 94. Um, and I'm just going to jump right into it. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to wait a couple minutes. Dude, let's give some birthday shout outs. <sighs> birthday shout outs. First of all, not for, these are in no particular order, um, Mikey Moorhead, um, Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Mike. birthday. Today is your, your actual birthday. birthday. The day of um, your birth. As well as um, uh, Melissa's mom, which her name is escaping me right now. Lort. Sorry. Apologies. Um, ooh, ooh. She was called by her first name. Yeah. You said Melissa's mom, right? Yeah. Bev? Nope. No, I got nothing. Judy. Nope. Judy. That's her car's name. That's big booty. Um, but happy birthday to you too, as well as happy birthday, Critter. Uh, Critter turned nine years old yesterday um, and had a fantastic time with his mm-hmm. family, from what I saw from pictures. Um, and happy birthday to Eliza. El- Eliza. Eliza. Yeah, her birthday was <laughs> last week. Yeah, her birthday 20- was last week. Third, I think. Yeah. And then happy birthday to my dad on Sunday, turned 69. Yeah. What? Yep. So happy birthday to all you people. Um, So welcome and uh, thanks for joining us. Today is episode 94. um, And as you could see, Travis had a stroke. But you look okay. What happened? I feel great. Are you all right? I feel fantastic. All right. Well, what the hell are you talking Um, about then if you're not having a stroke? So I'm not currently having a stroke, but the title is maybe as maybe misleading as it is. Um, it's a little bit of clickbait, but also true. Um, today, oh, look, we just lost everybody. <laughs> it's just like, no. Nope. Amanda. Um, happy early birthday to you, Amanda. Yeah. Since we're doing the birthday shout outs. Right. Uh, so. Unless today's your birthday too, which I haven't checked, so. Go ahead. You, yeah. 
Yeah, good. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so today marks the seven-year anniversary of uh, the day that I actually did have a stroke. What I did? You knew that. You knew So yeah, that was a really cool thing to um, realize today. That uh, that's how I got introduced. I woke up by Travis today. Was oh my god, I had a stroke today. What? I didn't yeah, know. that's not what I said. I said, today's my seven-year anniversary. That's what I said, you said. No, no, so, exactly. It's my truth. So, uh, yeah, so seven years ago, um, it's been the seven-year anniversary of me getting healthy and happy and um, better body, soul, mind, spirit. Uh, yeah, so it was kind of fun to, to realize that today. Well, and, I'm excited to hear that journey. Yeah, Pete. I've heard a couple deets <laughs> in the past. Pete, Pete was all like, well, you want to tell me about it? And tell I was me how like, you're feeling. No, Share your experience. No, not really. I was like, you can tell the world. But, we'll, but we'll, we'll put it on the podcast. So, <laughs> I'm on the same priority level as y'all about hearing stories. So yeah, so just I'm going to get into a Cliff Notes version because that's really not what this, the show is going to be about. It's not oh. about, all about me just having a stroke. Okay. Um, it's going to be about more than that. So stick around. Um, but seven years ago, I... I uh, was head of a very large company, um, and I was I was by myself for the most part. Whenever it came to managing a lot of people, I was managing two different territories. One was in Kentucky, and one was in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, and I was uh, traveling back and forth. I had a team of um, at least 150 people underneath me. Um, I was bouncing back and forth from Minnesota to um, to Lexington quite often. Um, couldn't get any help. It was just very just a culminating of just a lot of stress and anxiety. Um, I can't even imagine what personal uh, issues I may or may not have been going through at the time because work just kind of engulfed everything. Um, leading up to that faithful day in 2012 – uh, you know, the, the two, I can remember a couple days up to that point, um, I always felt my face go really flush because I was very anxious and I was very, uh, stressed, not anxious. I was very stressed because of all the work that it was put upon me. Um, and I'm one of those people back then, um, that never wanted to ask for help. Right. It's like, I can do it, pile it up, just keep piling it up. So, uh, I remember a couple days leading up to that. Uh, I, I would have these weird sensations uh, on the left side of my body. It was just kind of like pins and needles, like falling asleep. You know what I mean? Like when that feeling of falling asleep happens, um, I would have that kind of mildly through the left side of my body. I felt like, you know, I made all kinds of excuses of what it actually was. Like for days? How long before you... A couple days. Um, oh. But it was very mi- minor, right? It was very minor. It was okay. literally like, it felt like this at first. Right. My leg fell asleep. Yeah, my leg fell asleep. Um, hmm. And it was just spotty. It didn't happen all at once. Um and then, you know, it happened again the next day. You know, I had a lot of piled up on my plate. And then on this day seven years ago, um, I can remember uh, the whole body, the whole left side of my body had that sensation um, all at once. Um, so I felt very clammy and cold. I remember that day. Um, I was at work. Um, I felt like that for a couple hours, I feel like. Um, and then the symptoms kind of got a little worse. Uh, the body tingling, the I was kind of tripping over myself a little bit. Um, 
the it was I remember it was a super hot in Kentucky day, mm-hmm. so you know it was super <laughs> humid, um, and I was very cold. It was like I don't know if anybody's ever went through shock before. Um, it felt very much so like, like that. thermal shock. No, like a traumatic shock of some sort, breaking a limb or getting into a car accident, you know, where your face goes flush and you, you know, whatever kind of shock that is. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Uh, Yes, uh, Melanie Cordell just joined me, uh, joined us. And so, yes, Melanie, this was, I think this is where we were just becoming friends. So, yeah, she she can uh, attest to the amount of stress um, that we were put yeah. under. Melanie, just drop into the comments all the stress. I want to hear all the stories. No, you don't have to do all of that. It's just it's it's a it's the same. If you own, want to, if you want to, you can. But it's a very uh, the company that we worked for. Um, it was um, who yeah. was Travis? Who was Travis? Yeah, um, yeah. I, pretty much the same person I am today, just a lot more naive. <laughs> uh, so I remember that day, and I I, I walked in. Uh, we are are. Our place of business was directly in front um, of a hospital. I can't remember what that hospital is, Melanie, if you can remember uh, the name of that. Is this uh, Toledo? No, this is Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky. Oh, yeah. um, it was St. Lexington? Mm hmm. St. something. St. something. St. Anyway, something. Uh, <laughs> he was definitely under pressure for sure. <laughs> um, and so instead of. St. Joe. St. Joe. Thank you, ma'am. Um, St. Joseph Hospital, uh, owe a debt of gratitude to. Anyway, so <laughs> I walked into, uh, my, I guess you could call him a boss. Uh, he was more of just kind of like a statue in, in, in the corner. Um, walked into him and was like, I want to go back in the back, walk outside for a little bit. Um, and he was just like, oh, you look weird. He was like, you look very pale. And I was like, I'll be back. So I walked out the back doors of our, our company, and like I said, we were joined by the hospital. So as I walked out, I could realize that it was super hot outside, but I was very cold still. Um, and I kept walking and walked into the emergency room, which was probably, I don't know, um, a thousand feet. Not very large, not very big distance. Um, I walked in, uh, I walked to the emergency room. And the woman, of course, was looking down, typing something, and I just said, um, I don't feel that well. <laughs> and she looked up at me, and the last thing I remember um, is her eyes getting big as saucers, and then her turning sideways, which was actually me turning cool. sideways Honk. and Did you fall? falling out <clears throat> flat um, right there in it. front of the emergency room. <clears throat> so fast forward, um, I think it took them – about 15 minutes to get me up and to like wake me up or whatever um i didn't there wasn't any type of like my heart didn't stop or it was just like i passed out for that long um i woke up in the hospital bed um feeling very anxious um at that point they had already done a ct scan and an mri um and took me back to the room i woke up Felt very anxious still. They gave me a shot of morphine, which f- phenomenal if you've never tried it. <laughs> Holy moly. It's the only time our producers in there going, uh-huh. Um, oh. uh, it's the only time I've ever had morphine, but I get it. I For all of you addicts, I get it. I, there, I, <laughs> Daniel's, yeah. Um, 
recovering or not. Like, it's just one of the best feelings in the world. Your whole body gets all warm and tingly. Mm. and But it really did take care of my, um, however I was feeling, you know. And I was very kind of scared because I was like, morphine, you know, you hear all the horror stories about addictions and morphine and all that stuff and what it does to your body. Um, but that, you know, that worry quickly went away when that morphine kicked <laughs> in, which was almost immediately. So, again, I understand. <laughs> I get it. Uh, so, you know, that's happened. That, that, I had my stroke. Um, it was uh, uh, an eye, 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 eye-opening experience. Um, Four eyes. Yeah. Uh, you know, over the next few weeks, uh, you know, more more MRIs, more doctor's appointments, all that stuff to figure all that stuff out. Uh, it turns out that I have, I think probably up to the two days that I was having those things, I was having what's called a transient ischemic attack, TIA, uh, which is a mini stroke. It's called a pin stroke. Um, because TBD. yeah, huh? you said TIA, and I was like TBD, like uh, TIA. Am I having a stroke? TBD, right? So Wilson? TIA. Uh, so because on the last MRI that I had, it showed that I had three thalamic lesions on the left side of my brain. Big words. Yeah, thalamic lesions. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, the it's way the brain. doctor kind of told me is that it's like putting a cigarette out on your brain, right? Did you? It's kind of like a yeah. Uh, Oh, wow. Question speed. Wow. Come on. Um, so it was like, it's like a burn almost. It's like a mm-hmm. scar. It's where, you know, the paths don't connect um, because of a traumatic injury. Um, so, yeah, es- essentially it looks like I had three strokes. <laughs> and, you know, and it just, you know, I, I look back and I laugh because it's like whenever I said before is I go, you know, I was that person that didn't like to ask for help. I walked well, actually, you know what? I want first and foremost. I had two strokes before I actually went to the hospital. Then I walked my happy ass to the hospital and didn't tell nobody. Right? Like went through the hospital by myself. You know, my cousin did come, um, and she because my mom lived far, far away. And after it was all over, there was no need to kind of like look. I'm I'm falling back into no need to worry anybody. Um, but yeah, it was a big eye opening experience because. You know, whenever I sat down, I took a week off um, from that job, and because you know I was recuperating and whatnot. Um, love you, Mel. Uh, we'll talk soon. Uh, thanks for joining us and for helping out. Um, so yeah, I, I took a week off and really kind of thought about it. You know what I mean? I was under a lot of pressure, under under a lot of stress, um, and I did ask for help within that my company quite a bit. I'm like, please hire me an assistant, please hire me this, da-da-da-da-da. Um, and it just didn't happen. So I was like, okay, what's more important here? My life or, and I didn't even finish that sentence, right? It, literally, I said that out loud. What's more important, my life or, and then I stopped myself. Um, I went into the work the next day, and I put in my notice because I was just like, I had nothing lined up. I had a few things um, you know, in savings, I had nothing lined up, which was the first time I'd ever done that in my life. I was always that person that, like, if I wasn't happy in a job, I would find something to replace it, and then I would go there. Um, that's the kind of work ethic I have and what I was taught from many, many people that I care about. Um, but at that point, I was like, I don't have time. I don't, you know, time is of the essence at this point. I've already had this stroke. Um, the The possibility of me having another one is pretty good if I continue to stay here. Um, it was completely brought on by stress. 
overall, I'm a, even back then I was a pretty healthy person. I exercised, I probably didn't eat the best, but it was not caused by, you know, unhealthy habits as much as it was just a complete stress thing. Um, so that is, um, it's kind of led me to, to take care of myself a little bit more than, than I had ever before. Um, it also started teaching me the, the power of listening to thyself type deal because, you know, I, um, I quit that job and things started happening for me, right? Um, little things, you know, my grandmother took ill, which is not a good thing, but she started, I've lived with her for a month and to take care of her and she started paying like car payments and all this stuff for me because of, it was either me taking care of her and getting paid for it or somebody that she didn't know. Um, so that started happening. I started getting like job offers and then I started working at Toyota shortly after that. Whew. So there you go. Um, so it's a very big important lesson on stress and what we do to handle our stress a little bit better. Um, and that, what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Just then what happened at Toyota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, it all like it all just kind of works together, right? So mm-hmm. then, you know, working at Toyota got hurt, <laughs> like had two surgeries four years later, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff happens. Oh, I just want to say, hey, mom. Mom just popped on. Uh, give dad a big squeeze for us for his birthday. Happy birthday. And Eliza, of course. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, mom, if you missed it, Travis had a stroke. Well, many moons ago. You can, you can watch all of this. She can watch um, all of it, but yeah, so thank you for joining us. Um, mm-hmm. I love all the people that are joining us today. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, uh, it's 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 really this this. Um, hmm. This episode um, is a little bit more so of not me so much me having a stroke as it is about what we need to start doing to better take care of ourselves. Um, and to, to uh, understand and realize the symptoms that we have mm-hmm. whenever our body is in stress. Uh, because I, at the time, was... Um, how old am I now? I was 29 years old. 29 years old. Had three strokes. And uh, that's kind of not acceptable. You know what I mean? And that's all lack of self-care, all lack of self-love, uh, and all avoidable. So... What do we do now? What do we do now whenever we're stressed? What do we do now to get out of that feeling of anxiety and stress um, and all that good stuff? I um, have got learned nothing. this. Huh? <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, um, I've, I've been looking and reading and watching a lot of stuff um, that's centered on presence um, lately. And uh, the phrase "be here now" is such a super important for me, uh, and it's you know my intention for 2019 is clarity. So, the more clear I become about my life, our lives, uh, whoever's listening, clarity is such an important thing because, like, your body was going like, "Hey, over here, something's not right." Hey, pay attention, pay attention. And, you know, we had Sydney from Hiking My Feelings on the show, too, who had the diabetes and her body was going, hey, something's not right over here, whatever. And then so like our bodies are almost that last defense to 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 
give us information as it appears. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist, whatever. But just as it relates to like the more I don't pay attention, the more my body screams at me physically um, to pay attention. So what I've noticed and like since both of us left Toyota um, and that was a hard job on our bodies, you had it created a, a space for you to have several surgeries and like the, the injury that happened there. Um, and since we've left Kentucky and kind of come over here and been able to like just slow down huh. life and take a breath – um, but it's just, I'm just thinking about the, the night and day of like where we live now and where we lived before. Yeah. Like it's a culmination. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I would say like, cause it, everywhere in the world is a great place to live. If it's something that brings me joy and peace and allows me to like, take a step back and be like, what do I really want? You know, as I look at the deeper I drive into my own self and why I show up the way I do, I learned that everything I do is based on a belief of what I think I should have or what I'm worth or what, like, you know, we live in a capitalism, capitalistic, whatever the word is society, which means I have to go and work and get money and give money and time and all these things. And like, it requires me to do things I don't really want to do um, just to show up and pay bills and then go get a job to, and get a car to drive to pay bills and make more bills. And like, I just, it's so chaotic. Um, and so the more like this, us being allowed to come out here and slow down means what do I want? What do I get to do? What do I get to do with my time um, that doesn't put me in a stressful situation, that doesn't put me in constant anxiety? And what's funny is like as part of my journey of slowing down has also been um, – being anxious because I feel guilty for being too slowed down when everyone around me is going, race, 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 fast, fast, quick, quick, get it done, do it, do it, do it. Are you making enough money? Are you doing this? Is your what's your successful rate? Like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, that's not important to me. I kind of my secret vision for myself is like just selling coconuts by the beach, going surfing, which I haven't done yet since I've been here yet. But or like you know, or jumping out of an airplane or paragliding or like all these things that we've been trying um hiking and enjoying nature and sitting and watching a sunset like i it's funny i would love to be one of those people and i we are actually to a point that like i go and do my job and i come back and i sip a cocktail while watching the sunset like every night that doesn't bore me at all at all like it's such a simple life um and to be surrounded by the people because connections are very important to be surrounded by the people um that i care about um so I just – it's really important to – I'm so glad that you brought this up about listening because now that like – and okay, so now I want to get your reaction about how you listen to your body now and not just your body but your feelings like like when something feels off because now that now that we're not in a stressful situation, now that we're not in a space where our bodies need to scream at us to get our attention, it's more of like a quiet whisper when things are when when things are out of alignment. Um, it it takes less to get my attention, and I'm would assume your attention maybe. I'll no, let you. You know, I'm gonna actually. I would say the opposite now. Um, I think it's about what you believe and how educated you are. Um, it, it really is more about beliefs, right? I think that whenever I figured out that, um, you know. I know everything there is to know about everything, right? So it's kind of like whenever we all – it's kind of like the same thing as we all have the answers to the questions that we ask. Um, and now that I know that if I listen, it screams at me, right? It really does kind of scream at me. It's, um, whenever it whispers, it's, it's because I'm not in tune with myself. Um, so, for instance, it's like uh, – 
a prime example is yesterday. Um, we'll just we'll put that out there. Pete and I were, were I was invited to a thing with Pete and a couple of his friends, um, and the last time we hung out. Uh, it was such a great time. We had such a great time. Um, it was fun. We ate pizza, drank beer, um, watched the sunset. It was a good stuff. And I was invited to along to that again down the road at one of the one of our friends' house, and and I was having this internal battle, right? Because that sounded like so much fun, but also I had this thing kind of yelling at me, going, "Travis, you just want to sit down and and eat some sesame chicken and drink a bottle of wine and like be by yourself while you're in you know in your house by yourself when no one else is here." And I was having this internal struggle, right? Kinda. Um, and I just communicated to Pete those exact words. I was like, this is where I'm sitting right now. Um, part of me wants to go here. Part of me wants to do this. Um, I really think that I'm just going to stay home and take care of me uh, because I hadn't had that in the past couple of days. A lot of stuff had come up where I was running around on a really busy day that I usually take some time afterwards. Um, and I didn't get to do that, so it carried on to the next day, and it was screaming at me, right? I was really in tune with my body at that point, and it was screaming, and it was saying, hey, your cup is empty. You can go to this thing and, and you know have fun, which I'm sure I would have still had fun, but then it would have carried on to the next day, which it would have been today, which would have made probably sure that I wouldn't have been here on this podcast, which would have made sure that I wouldn't have done anything else for the day. So... That's what I. That's what I mean by it. it's kind of like if you really know yourself well enough. Um, overall, I'm a very healthy person. I have my vices. Don't get me wrong, but I exercise daily. I um, I take my supplements. I you know do some sort of actualization. Self actualization. Lost the word. Actualization. actualization. Thank you. Uh, meditation by the sea of some sort, and that's different for everybody. Mine is just saying thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, love you, love you, and taking three deep breaths. Um, but I do all of that stuff. So now that I'm in tune with that, whenever something feels off, it's loud. It's kind of like I told you that you know that I'd had some. Oh, I get what you're saying now. So the whisp, so you're tuned into the whispers, and yeah. So that instead gotcha. of the I negativity, like I like that. It's like going to a concert. You leave the concert, and yes. everything's just booming. Absolutely, that's a great visual. So it's like. You know, it's the whisper turns into a roar, mm-hmm. um, and so it's like, that's a yeah. Good sign. Now, yeah. and that's really good because if it's just all whispers, mm-hmm. and I start keep, mm-hmm. and I keep saying, I don't know what's wrong with me, which you've heard me say a billion times. Uh, there's something wrong. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a crock of shit. I always know, you know, and if I don't know right off the bat, I can jump into my seven levels of why. I can uh, sit down and really think of what I've done differently over the past week. Um, and it all usually boils down to lack of gratitude and lack of self-care. Um, that's it. Yeah. So it's like there's a whole complete different side of the way I do things now, um, and it's very, 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 very important. Um, I do want to go to the comments right now because I saw a couple that just uh, – mm-hmm. luckily I didn't lose my shit over. Um, can you scroll up just right there? Okay, so Vicky, um, I hope you are still listening because that, uh, and I'll be you know, a little dramatic on this, uh, but that really broke my heart because I know what that feels like. Um, Vicky said, you know, like me and all my quote-unquote heart issues this past year, just my body reacting to all my sadness and stress and anxiety I'm bottling up. Holy moly. If that didn't take me back to where I was whenever I had that stroke, I don't know what did. Um, 
So you are exactly right. The last part of that is the most important um, part of that sentence, bottling up. You cannot – I cannot stress that anymore. Um, you have such a group of people around you, including me, including Pete, including everybody that loves mm-hmm. you. Uh, Jules <laughs> is definitely up there. Um, that bottling up does nothing but eat at you. It kills you. Um, little by little. And if you bottle it up, it's kind of like putting a Coke can in your trunk on the hottest day of the year for two or three days. It's going to explode. It's going to be messy, and it's going to require a lot of cleanup. So take time out to figure that out, whatever works for you. If you want to have a powwow sit down, we can do that. But please, no more bottling up. I know that's a little bit easier said than done. Um, There takes some steps to get there. But if you need help and you would like help, I'm here to help as well as Pete. I'm going to talk for him in that matter because I know him and I know how much he loves you. Getting off of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Melissa coming in with um, the science and, um, and, and the real truth too as well. Um, she says the first line of defense, not last. Uh, unfortunately, people don't listen to the signs until the house of the body is engulfed in flames. Again, that's very much the same thing that we were just saying. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, the house is on fire now. Maybe I should have changed those batteries in the smoke Mm -hmm. detector as it was chirping over a month ago. Um, Listen to the signs. You've got to figure that stuff out. Um, So thank you for those those comments and those insights. Um, And there's a lot more to it, for sure. Um, Yeah. It's, it's, it's all very good things. As Susan Harris says, I also think a lot of us have been conditioned to have the suck it up and keep moving mindset, especially those of us that are a little older and raised by a different generation. I know that's one of my challenges for sure, right? Uh, dust yeah. your knees off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pull up your bootstraps. How many can we come up with that we've heard throughout our lives? Put on your big girl panties. Um, there's a a line of stuff that people don't understand. And I really think that it kind of comes from a great place. The people that teach us things, our parents, our grandparents, um, for the most part, the people that are older and have come before us, um, I think they, they come from a really good point, a really good um, place uh, by saying, you know, dust, dust yourself off, yeah. get yourself up, go, 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 put on your big girl panties, pull up your bootstraps. But it affects us, right? Yeah. It's just like Susan said. It affects us. We carry that along with us. We carry yeah. the the our inner voice. One of the things that are, we've read or, or heard a long time ago that still sticks with me to this day, especially when I'm talking to children, is that our inner voice is usually somebody that said something to us as a kid that is echoing around in our brain. Yeah, yeah. So be careful to what you yeah. say to our younger generations. Yeah, and I would like to add that there's a, you know, through the comments, um, you know, Jillianne has some stuff to say. My aunt Gay has has some stuff to say. Everybody who's putting comments and, you know, I hear so much. There's so much about um, who's responsible for the way I feel. Who's at fault for uh, the way men talk to women and the way people of color are treated and the way people who aren't straight are treated or cisgendered or whatever. Um, And the thing is, it's like it is no one's – this is what I'm learning for myself. It is no one's responsibility for how I feel but me. So how I deal with this um, when it comes to like – 
like all this stuff around me because this is came from you saying like the people from our generations back teaching me stuff and and dust your knees off and blah 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 telling me stuff um I get to show up. What helps me is showing up with generosity. I believe that everyone, even the people that hurt me, are doing the absolute best they can with what they have. That's all any of us can do. We can only use what we've learned and act in a way of what we don't know and how it may affect somebody. We, we, you don't know what you don't know, and it's that's okay. Um, so it's for me to go, I was told this growing up, or I heard this on the news repeatedly growing up, or this kind of joke I used to laugh at, but now I realize it's kind of hurtful. It's up to me to go, that no longer serves me, and it kind of isn't bringing value to anybody else's life. I'm going to chuck it. I don't believe it's okay for me to tell someone else what to do and think and say with their own life, but it's up for me to be like, that doesn't make me feel good, or that doesn't make this collective group feel good. Um, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work to change the habit. It's not an overnight thing. Changing habits of, of, not ha- of self-hate. I used to be an emotional cutter. Pete, you're a piece of shit. Uh, why are you even alive? Like all, like I used to talk to myself so horribly in my thoughts, in my bedroom, covered up, just alone and sad and whatever. Um, and it took me years to stop emotional cutting. Um, but I made a commitment every day. I actually started on Facebook. I started putting memes of encouragement in front of my face. Um, so look inward. It, it really is the Michael Jackson song, the man in the mirror or the person in the mirror. It doesn't matter what the gender is. Um, it, that's where it change. starts. Yeah, you have to like – I had to start making those – I put different people in front of my face. I put – you know, I don't have a lot of people of color that I'm friends with. Actually, since I joined improv, my the color of everyone around me and the different backgrounds got a whole lot more colorful. Um, and so – and I've also on Facebook started putting people who don't look like me and sound like me and think like me and act like me in front of my face because – that's how I absorb all these different colors and flavors and whatever. Um, yeah. So if something's not feeling right, the only person, I mean, you can blame and point fingers and, and ask other people to change, but that's not that for me, that's never been the answer. So, um, you know, if, if it's your body screaming at you, then, you know, and actually Dave Moore, who comments on our page a lot too, he, his book Regeneretics, um, he actually had a really bad car accident that put him in bed for months. And then the person he is today came from taking that space and sitting with himself and doing his gratitude checks, like you say you do at the beach, Travis. Um, and then all of this information about who he is now uh, came to him. And now he shows up differently in, in a way that's uh, adding value to not only his own life, but other people's lives. So, um, I'm too busy to think. I'm too busy to slow down. I'm too busy. Well, that's that's completely on the person saying that because it is a choice to show up and be too busy to put too much on our plates. I know it feels like we're being told what to do. I know it feels like I'm being told what to do sometimes. Um, But I get to say no, thank you. And I get to take space and I get to what? I feel like you have questions in your eyes. Oh, (laughs) Um, I'm just saying like sometimes, and this is some of the arguments that I hear of like, well, I'm too busy. I've got too much on my plate. I've got the family and the kids and the job and whatever. I'm like, even though it feels like those are things that we have to do, those are a hundred, everything, every moment I choose is a hundred percent my choice. And if it's, and if I don't feel like it is, I'm agreeing to someone else's rules for me. Um, Now this is a complicated tangled thing and it takes a minute. So space creates before your body creates space for you as in travis's case of forcing him to slow down or in my case of like self-sabotaging at jobs and then i get fired and then i'm just like oh and i get sit with myself um um, like those are those are okay they're not wrong because your heart's still beating it got you to a place where you got to shift your life around it's about being Um, a little bit more self-aware though right, right? right and it's like melissa just said she said when you smell smoke there is fire. 
mm-hmm. right? And and what she's talking about that is smoke equals fatigue, mm-hmm. headaches, digestive issues, non-restful sleep. Those are all signs of a fire in your yeah. house. And if I was to look back, and I can really think about some of this like it was yesterday because it was such a, a, an event, but it was like I wasn't getting any sleep um, because of the stress. Uh, my stomach was constantly in knots. You know, I felt like there was just I was holes eating in my stomach from the acid. But it was like I just kind of it, it got so part of normalcy that it was like, oh, this is me now. You know what I mean? We kind of get complacent. We kind of think of like, oh my god, my my hips hurting or my knees are hurting or my stomach doesn't feel right. I'm having headaches. It's just a part of life. But I'll tell you this, it's not when you take care of yourself, when you're doing your getting your exercise and, and you're taking care of all your pims, your physical, emotional, mental and spiritual. Whenever I say it yells at you, when those whispers yell at you, so does the feeling of health. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. really is like, why don't you feel funny right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Why? It's just. Because it's a new normal. It's a new normal. Yeah. You're finding yeah, yeah, different yeah. ways and different things to, like, it's not normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not normal at all. So that's, thank you, Melissa, for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just wanted to, you, something that you said reminded me. Um, Ann and I, and uh, Moriarty, who came on our show to do, talk about tapping and EFT, um, we were having a conversation the other day about, um, you know, she works with children. And so a lot of, a lot of, I'm not, I'm not a parent, so I'm not gonna say a lot of parents, but like some of the conversations I hear are when you tell kids like, Oh, you're okay. Oh, just dust it off. You're not bleeding, whatever. So, or that didn't hurt. So when we don't, when there's smoke in the house and we don't smell it, it's because since, and I, and I will say we, like I'll say me, it's because perhaps I was taught to ignore the smoke. When I was little, oh for my, sure. If my parents or my community didn't know how to That's exactly. help me feel my feelings, because they themselves came from a generation that what weren't taught how to feel mm-hmm. their feelings, I was told that smoke is okay, smoke is normal, and I should just ignore it. And then, what happens? It's the mentality that we're taught, right? And mm-hmm. Melissa, to finish that up, Melissa said, "No, pain, the no pain, no gain mentality only hurts people." Because. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't heard that, right? No pain, no gain. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not in some kind of pain, that means there's nothing happening. Pain is or, weakness, leaving um, the body. I will say mm-hmm. that uh, that is a crock of crap. I do think that there is a thing of of, of being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's it's it's helpful in growth, but pain itself, some sort of pain in your body. Your if there's pain in your body, you can get rid of it. If there's pain in your body, you can you can help that situation out. Um, yeah, uh, it's just that, you know, there's so many great comments on here. Anne said, the first step can be acknowledgement, the root of it, uh, but staying in blame keeps us in the old pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, dump. If, if I can do anything with my life, dump blame. Zero percent of people outside of me are responsible for my life. Zero. Yeah, Gay said, Dale has been going to the doctor and they were treating him for something else. Um, he was at two conferences and was walking 10 miles a day. He got back home. He told his doctor that something was going on. He passed stress test and EKG. Not till they finally did a heart cath that they find out about his blockages. Um, he walked around for three years like this, right? So it's kind of like listening mm-hmm. to the body. It's like, how could could this have been prevented three years ago? You know what I mean? If, like, if you're feeling a certain way you know i mean i don't think you can go back and change anything no and that's why like don't like for us like like let's not worry about could i have prevented this i'm grateful that i'm aware that something needs to change right now today be here now so this moment 
what feels good, what doesn't feel good, and what can I do about it? Past is over. Like Susan Harris, with uh, Susan Harris says she was agreeing. She said, I, don't even, I didn't even realize what I was doing to myself until I was discussing it in therapy. Then I realized that I'd done the same to mm-hmm. my son. Holy hell, that got me right in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll try to finish this sentence. Um, she said, that hurt when it's your normal. You don't, ah, dang it. You don't notice it until someone puts it in front of your face. You have mm-hmm. to deal with your feelings, emotions, and physical. And see, here's the thing. Um, you can, as a parent, you can as a human being, because guess what? I can, I, 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 if I don't watch how I talk to Pete, if I don't watch how I talk to myself, if I don't watch who I talk to my best friends, I can be an echo in their voice or an echo in their head 20 years down the road. So it's about being aware of who, how you're talking to everybody at any given moment, mm-hmm. right? It's not just about kids. Yeah. Um, the good thing about kids, um, a lot more resilient. So you still have some time to kind of change that around. Yeah, so, yeah. and I know well, you, Susan. I know that you Su- that you have done be, above and beyond of mending, yeah, yeah. mending anything that you yeah. may have put in that head. And Susan, I just want to say thank you for sharing that because you know, and mom, if you're still on, like you and I talk about things, and and sometimes I get the comment, "Well, I was doing the best that I could." I know it. That's exactly the truth. A hundred percent of us are doing the best we can with what we have. And you as a parent, mom and Susan and Melissa and Debbie and, oh, hey, Debbie. Um, and, Anne and those of you who've passed on what you knew with love to your kids, even if it was toxic is okay. And it's up to your kids, AKA me now to go, that's not really serving me. It did. It may have served in the past, but it's not really serving me. Thanks for your love, mom and dad, and community, and family, whatever. And now I get to make decisions that are different, that are okay for me. And I wish you all to do the same. Like, please be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, parents, oh my God, I'm not a parent, and I really don't have a desire to be. But it is one of the most incredible jobs when I witness when I witness things, even when it's hard or when it's difficult or when you get to see these little things just grow up and just turn into light. Like, I get how important and amazing that is. And also, every single thing that you as parents did for me shaped me into the person I am, even if it didn't serve me and was toxic. And, if, and I would almost argue that served me even more in a, in a great, amazing way because I got to look at hot and cold and see, like, ooh, which do I like? Or warm and cool or all these different, like, temperatures of my life. Um, yeah, so just please be gentle with yourselves and just know that your kids are be beautiful gentle with because yourself. of <laughs> – Right, but understand that you are, are, are not made of porcelain. Oh, yeah. No, no. Fragility out the door, right. which is easier said than done as well. But like sometimes just, you got to give yourself a mm. quick, swift kick in the ass every I once mean, in a while. I mean, with love. Just deal with love. Yeah, you can do it with love or yeah. hate or whatever. It's all the same. Whatever. Kind of like yelling at you, right? You can do it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Melissa actually said it. Um, <laughs> Melissa said <laughs> it earlier. She said, and I was having a hard time figuring out the wordage, uh, verbiage, whatever. Discomfort from growth is much different than pain and suffering. Right. Yes. Yes. So it's yes. Yes. Like that is huge. Understand the difference between discomfort and growth and mm-hmm. pain and suffering. Pain and suffering can be um, definitely fixed. Um, I have a, a plethora of people in my pocket, uh, mm. thanks to Miss Melissa Chris Bell, um, that that can help with that, uh, including her. Um, so yeah, if you need the help in any sort of way to fill up those cups and to figure it out so you too don't have a stroke or a heart attack <laughs> or or just a shitty day because let's be honest, pain in your body 
um, can can make for a really shitty day, um, then reach out. Please, 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 please yeah. reach out. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Melissa says, Dear Ashley, Nick, J- Jack, and Grace, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's you know a little yeah. nod to helping people yeah, grow yeah. and uh, making them just uncomfortable, right? Um, you're doing, doing hell of a job. So everybody out there. Um, is doing the best they can right now. Yep. I think. Yep. Um, yep. 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 Linda said, "Be gentle with yourself." I just saw that on a sign in a store. It mm. spoke to me too. Yeah. Um, Gay said, "We're all human. Mistakes are made. Uh, everyone makes them. Everyone. You will make toxic mistakes. We all do." Yeah. Um, yeah. Just and be aware love, of the ones that you're doing. Right. I love being that person who, especially when like like if if Travis is in a spiral of some sort, and Never. I get to go, I get to go. I see you and it's beautiful. All of the, all like, I almost love seeing people in distress because when I recognize what it is, um, or even if I don't, because I can go like, oh, we get to figure this out together if you want. Like, I just, because being able to turn something that's heavy and perhaps painful or perhaps suffering into like, to transmute that into something that serves, um, that's, those are beautiful moments. And I, I love being a part of those with people when they invite me in. So um, thank you for being a part of, for allowing me to be a part of your journey. And Thanks growth. for having more spirals than me. And I also have a lot of spirals of my own. And Travis gets to go, oh, you're beautiful too. No, Travis gets to go, I got to go on a work trip. I'll be back. <laughs> hey, sometimes introspective alone time is the best thing for a spiral. Uh, right. So, yeah, it's really cool. Um, thank you for being here, of course, as always. Hit that share button. Give us some hearts. Don't give us mm. thumbs up because obviously Facebook says thumbs up don't mean shit anymore. Um, so get us some hearts. Get this message out to someone that may or may not need to hear it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we covered a lot today from oh. you know strokes to stress to listening to our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some really great comments in there. Thank you all, 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 all for joining us. We love you. We love you. We love you. From uh, our heart. And then, yeah, stay tuned for next week. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit different of a show. we got a super special guest um, that we love to the moon and back. Um, and it's going to be, um, we won't be here. So you get a day off. Do Talking you? to our producer. Not Do you. you. Not you. She uh, never it's going to be fun. Off. It's going to be fun. Um, super excited. Super, super, super excited. Hit that share button. Hit those alerts. Hey, look at all the yeah, hearts. Look at yeah, all yeah, the yeah, hearts. yeah, 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 And uh, we will see you in some form, form or fashion um, very, very soon. Yeah. And as always, from our heart. To yours. To yours. We love you. We love you. We love you. Go tap into life. Thank you for being our people. Um, <laughs> bye. <laughs> tap out. out. We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Travis and Pete and like our page. And drop us a line while you're there and say hi. You can also find us on Instagram at Tap Into Life. Huge, super big shout out to Specialty Produce Network and our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. After all, we are better together. Till next time, get out there and tap into life. life.